0: Who they? Who they in the Bengals? Who
1: they? Who they? the No!
0: But like the Bengals starts now. And we're back, baby! Hey. Why you wear that cheese on your head? lame? Why we gonna hootay that ass? Yeah. Why we gonna make you our bitch? When we beat you? Baby girl, hootay...
1: And welcome back to Fuck You. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. You know that Okay. So I just want. I'm, I'm Alex Schubert. Seeing across from me as always. Lloyd Johnson. So that took a lot of practice. Lloyd and I kind of bickered before the episode a little bit because I uh, tried to, I tried to John Legend my way through the intro. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to talk normal. I'm going to be a normal person. I liked it. Yeah, and I think that was like literally the the live action, quote unquote. Um, do uh the live action uh version of the the live action edition of that song was probably the best version we had oh yeah it was fluid and we just fucking nailed it we just went for it and and we're just
0: maybe we just need to spend like a minute on the song
1: more (laughs) often (laughs) i think we spend about five hours writing burns and about six hours thinking of the
0: theme song right i'm just saying Well, maybe practice it once or twice from now on because uh that went pretty good we just overthink it we just overthink it and then Or, you know, half the time it's like, I don't know what this song is, so I'm, like, learning the song, or you're <laughs> learning the song right there, and, uh, yeah, I think that one went well. Yeah, you don't listen to Lizzo in your free time. I
1: mean, I have, like, one or two of her songs on mine. Oh, okay. Uh, so, all that aside,
0: Lloyd, how was your week, buddy? Uh, it was pretty good. What'd you do? <clears throat> uh, mostly sat around and, uh, you know, healed. You Yeah, you're getting
1: back to the swing of, um... Um
0: working again pretty soon, aren't you? Yeah, I'm trying to go back by the end of the month or so.
1: That's awesome. And it is currently as we record October seventh. So in uh Halloween, give or take.
0: Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna see the doctor and try and get them to write it. I wanna finish uh <clears throat> I wanna finish a round of uh exercise and stuff I found oh, so online like- that like works for like similar injuries and like just prepping to go back. So like I've been doing a lot of like walking without the cane for as many steps as I can. Kind of perfect squats, you know, all that. Just all that rehab stuff. So if I can meet or surpass what they wanted, then I'll be able to go back. So
1: what kind of exercises like? Would you uh, are you talking about? Uh,
0: lots of lots of squats, lots of lots of like uh, band work, like that band I was giving you when your shoulder yep. was hurt. Uh, it's my shoulder's actually
1: doing a little better. I can kind of throw. I haven't really. Because baseball season, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, ball with the stick season's you can over. You just say baseball. Ball with the stick season's over, so I haven't really been, had an excuse to throw all that much. Uh, I think we start training again probably two and a half months, so <laughs> good to see, I'm excited to see my guys again.
0: Yeah, you'll get, you'll get there.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully I don't have to have any, any operations. So what were
0: you saying? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, I'm <clears throat> just saying I'm doing all the stuff to prep, being on my feet for... Longer and moving around more and yeah, like I went up to banana- go bananas and help. Yes, you did for a couple of days there and saw some installed some doorknobs. Yes, you did. I watched you do that. Cleaned I a whole bunch of stuff up. You know? I called you a bitch the whole time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to hide my cane a couple of times. Didn't <laughs> no, re- I did. <laughs> didn't realize I could still walk around pretty well without the cane.
1: Boyd <laughs> was chasing
0: me. Yeah. Oh, that Getting was back fun. to normal.
1: <laughs> no, I mean you. You giving me shit has kind of not changed. That's been the norm even during your injury.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean now I can actually chase you again.
1: <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. When yeah. you can actually kind of run or kind of sprint. And yeah, I'm, I'm just a, like, oh, shit, I'm screwed. Yeah,
0: hopefully I can keep <clears throat> keep all that going and build a little more muscle mass back. Like, I lost a lot of weight, but some of it's been muscle mass, and I'm not thrilled about that. Yeah. So i got to build some of that back up. But uh, would, you would you go to the uh, gym or
1: would you go to like a boxing place or
0: um you know i i know all the stuff to do like i've spent so long in gyms and everything that <clears throat> i'll do all the calisthenic stuff and body weight stuff until i feel comfortable and then i'll probably go to the gym and actually do some weight work and stuff perfect uh what like is there like a gym around here that you would go to um i might go with my buddy mark regner he uh, owns hero gym
1: uh is that the guy that trained uh, marcus hunt
0: or no 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 that's my my buddy that works at ignition but that his 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 schedule's so ridiculous that like working with him's hard, yeah he's got a he probably works like what fifty sixty hours a week or something well he works his time at ignition and he works doing physical therapy at a at a um sound it out. I'm trying to remember the i don't know what it's called it, like Drake or what one of those places like a rehab facility like for like orthopedics serious, or something yeah, like for like serious injury stuff, yeah, so like he <laughs> basically has two almost full time jobs oh that sucks so getting time like with him as much as i'm sure he would enjoy doing it it just it means taking away money and yeah obligation and all that stuff so i don't have the kind of money it takes to hire him so especially since you've been on what disability for the past six months yeah i'm 60 60 percent of my pay for a <laughs> little over six months now what was the other 40 percent? it's just gone it's Oh. They only pay you 60% of disability.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said like 60% of your income that you made over the past six months no, was.
0: Yeah, I only got 60% of what I would have been getting. Yeah. And after, you know, buying Lily a car and all the other shit that happened right before. Yeah. It really took a big chunk out of the savings. So getting hurt was just it really just a... Shit, time for me, to, yeah, to do that. So, so
1: like, hopefully, probably by the end of, probably by the beginning of November, we'll get to see a happier Lloyd
0: hope, oh yeah, back yeah, at hope work. So. You'll I'm get to not see him much happier, but I'll be, <laughs> i <I'll be laughs> much more
1: energetic, Lloyd.
0: Yeah, less frustrated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're still with me, so you'll be at least a little bit frustrated.
0: And that's why I love you.
1: Oh, uh, you got to, you got to have a little week off from me, which was kind of nice for you. I'm assuming.
0: Well, I mean. I enjoy doing this so as much as I like picking on you, I still like you. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't get why. Uh no, I was in Denver the last week. Yeah. It was a fucking blast. Did
0: you have fun? I had so much fun. Did you get to go do how much stand-up did you get to do?
1: A lot. A lot. It was like it was at least once every single night I was there. Fuck yeah. Uh I think I did I think I did the most I did was like probably two sets in a night, but they're all like mics and let's see here. Um yeah, I think the most I did uh I was like, two that in a specific, night.
0: Man. No, I did, um, I got to do comedy works. Oh, yeah, that's great.
1: Holy dick.
0: Every comic I know that's been there says they love that place.
1: It's one of the easiest rooms I've ever done.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it has that reputation. Like it has a reputation, even, like, just a comedy nerd like me who's not someone trying to go up and do it or what. Like, you hear certain rooms from comics that just have, like, a... To your happy place for a
1: happy price. Go to your happy price, priceline. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed Data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Both.
0: Yeah, I mean... Somehow. I was mentioning places I know you've yeah. been, but... yes.
1: Like, you've given me that same... Like, I've been to the Comedy Cellar. I've been to the Cellar. I've never
0: performed at the Cellar. But, like, I know people who, who perform there always kind of have that same thing about certain places. Like, Zany's Nashville has a very certain... Oh... <coughs> thing to it. That's a that gold club. Like. Right, so... I was I was excited you got to go up to Comedy Works.
1: Because they, they had a South location that was, like, their location for fucking ever. Yeah. But then they opened, like, a downtown location that honestly has that same magic... And I've never been to the south location. I've just been to the, the one downtown. Yeah, and the downtown one, it's like, it's there's no food. It's just booze, and they like pack you in. It's like a mini. It's like they shrunk a theater,
0: <clears throat> which is I think the idea that a lot of the newer clubs that have been built, like a lot of Funny Bones and stuff. I feel like they're trying to do that. Well, like the like the Liberty Funny Bone, for example.
1: Answer my emails. Um, <laughs> the Liberty Funny Bone. <laughs> Um, It's like a giant theater It's like really yeah. spread out It's like 400 people Like super tall ceilings I mean the, the club They they treat you great But I'm saying the building I think huge. the building
0: is bigger Than what the design was meant for If that makes any sense Like it seemed like It's supposed to be Tighter And then have that little balcony piece If they needed it Yeah But the building they got Was so fucking big That it just kind of Spread everything out a little bit so Yeah So it didn't <clears throat> It didn't develop that same feel Like it's still a fun place to go and It is <clears throat> Plenty of people still enjoy performing there. It just it didn't. I very much that, perform, enjoy performing there. It just didn't develop that same like club feel. I guess that a lot of comics have described. And again, this is just me secondhand hearing it from yes. people. So I don't.
1: I think uh, the thing with the Funny Bone <laughs> is that like they have like I think it's what 400 capacity.
0: Yeah, I think it's higher than that actually.
1: But they're not a club, and no offense to the Funny Bone, like they don't really. Um, take like comedy club feel into consideration they're just selling tickets selling food selling beer and trying to they're literally just a club that sells tickets like they can bring in fucking aries spears dumbass and sell out the place god and he's
0: fucking awful. oh my god i know people like him i don't <clears throat> i'm missing something from that performance especially since i've seen him twice and he did the exact same thing and it was like where'd you see him um newport funny bone and then liberty funny bone <laughs> oh god you saw him at both the Funny Bounds. Yeah, like three years apart. Oh, my God. Same fucking set. <laughs> really? Like, almost to the word. Holy dick. And I was like, all right. Well. And people, like, come every year to see Ari Spears. <clears throat> I, I, One of the guys I went with is, is a, kind of a fan of his. Or <clears throat> and he's like, well, he's done other stuff in between. I think he's just going back to do this. And doesn't for- he do, like, fucking two hours? Uh, not either time. I was there, but, yeah, I've heard there's times he does that.
1: Like, didn't... Uh, There was one time where you were like, I love how we were talking about Denver and just turned in like shitting on Aries Spears. Uh,
0: We'll go back to Denver. We don't need to and shit all over that poor guy.
1: So when it, it, like, Comedy Works is like, they, the stage is like in, in the corner of a room and they just pack people in to face that corner. Laughs are violent in that room. That's awesome. It's the best. I got a decent tape out of it and. Not only did I get a decent tape out of it, as far as I know, haven't gotten rejected from any festivals, so as far as I know, it's still decent. Uh-huh. Um, I got the check trap spot. There you go. And I, mean, I still I still did okay.
0: Yeah, that's a tough spot for anyone, but...
1: It is a very tough spot. But I got to go out there and meet a ton of comics. Um, one comic I met, who I talked to Lloyd about, might be a future guest on the podcast. Yeah, he, um, He's a... Uh,
0: um, Brant Tobler is his name? Yeah. He has a, a great. This is not happening. Yeah, I was gonna say when I, when you first mentioned, I actually mixed him up with someone else when you first said, and then I, after I realized who it was, I was like, oh no, that's that dude uh, has a story about like his dad on uh, this is not happening. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was a <clears throat> was a great story. He's Jeff Dye's opener. Yeah,
1: and he told me that was one of those like Jeff Dye. You you know about like how Jeff Dye's like slept with like everybody. Yeah, he told me he slept with Nicole
0: Scherzinger.
1: <laughs> cool. I thought
0: that was fun. No, I know. I just
1: <laughs> you just like shitting. Lloyd likes to like shit on a big revelation sometimes. No,
0: no, no. I, I I worked for the Scherzinger family at one time. Oh, you did as an apartment maintenance guy because they own a bunch of properties. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And uh,
1: oh, got that all all got all that pussycat
0: dolls money. They're uh they're a frustrating group of people. I'll say that <laughs> that does not surprise me. They're uh not not exactly easy to deal with. Yeah, like every one of them has like a.
1: Oh, Nicole Scherzinger comes off as so high maintenance.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of them kind of have this like super like chip on their shoulder, like oh we're better, kind of vibe. When oh like, yeah. Hey man, I'm I'm just asking you about how to, if we're getting somebody to come fix these gutters, man. I don't need to. I don't <laughs> need to know what you bought this week. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see that car outside? Sure didn't, man. Yeah. I parked behind the building and come in directly to your office I, I did not see your car out front i didn't drive around to see what car you drove in today i don't <laughs> care um but yeah so uh,
1: i got to hang out with brand for a little bit and brand's so fucking nice dude he seems like a really like fun person holy shit he's the best and we like hung out and like he told me stories in the road i told him stories from the one road i got to do but no brand was awesome we exchanged numbers and I'll, I'll hit him up to do the podcast Did you kiss him? Uh On the ear. Okay. Okay. But no, I, I was like, Denver was like such a great city. Like, I was like getting to know the city. I was learning how to get around. Like I was scooting the whole time on a scooter. Of course you were. No,
0: it's fun. I and I was like. I, I don't have a problem with it. I just, it seems fitting of,
1: of what you would do. <laughs> I'm a very. Lloyd always makes fun of me for being white.
0: Yeah, you are aggressively white. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's a great time But I stayed in a hostel out there Shout out Ember Hostel for being great uh, It was a very tiny bed, but got to do it um, Hung out with a friend from high school there My last night there And I will tell the story of uh, the night we hung out At the end of the podcast Because it has kind of an No, we didn't do anything But it it did kind of lead to something um, Cool. It happened yesterday. So I will get to that story at the end of the podcast. Okay. Yep. But yeah, Denver's great. And my last night there, I was like already planning my next trip back. Oh, yeah. It's Denver's such a cool city. Shout out to the Denver comedy scene for like, they were super welcoming. That's awesome. And like, I, cause like I recognize people from like, or actually, I'll take that back. People recognize me. Like, oh, my God, I saw you in a mic. And I'm like, they knew me because I was like an out of town and they don't see me all that often. But, like, oh, hey, Alex, I was like, hey, you. Can
0: we wear a name tags?
1: <laughs> no, I remember a couple people got some IG followers and made some Facebook friends and made some regular friends. And um, I saw a lot of people out there. I cannot wait to go back. I mean, one of the first, oh, uh, Ben Roy was super cool. Yeah. We only just DM'd, but he got me a spot at Comedy Works. So shout out Ben Roy for oh, yeah being awesome. I've been rambling. I just can't wait to go back to that city.
0: No, that's awesome. Happy yep. for you.
1: And I got to go to a uh, oh this is the last story I'll tell about uh, Denver, Colorado. I got to go to a, to Mile High Stadium for the Broncos Jets game. Got to watch the Jets be real Jetsy. Yeah, they lost twenty six to nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was, against the Broncos. It was rough. I got to watch Zach Wilson throw two picks in person. It was pretty tight. So, um, I also got to go to a ball with the stick game. Yeah. And this is the last story I'll tell about Denver because I know Lloyd's not a ball with the stick guy, but this has nothing to do with baseball. So they have, uh, at Coors Field, which is incredible. They have, uh, one of the things I saw was a helmet full of nachos called to- or a helmet full, full of tater, tater tots. Tats. You knew that. Yeah. Did I tell you the story? I heard you tell it a couple times while we were cleaning up a Go Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell it for the listeners of the yeah. podcast. Uh, so there were um, people that were, like, the camera guys putting people on the Jumbotron. And I'm like, I'll be on the Jumbotron. I like to dance. But, like I had a last-minute idea. I'm like, I'm going to take a tater tot and throw it in my mouth on camera. So I did on camera, caught it in my mouth, and I'm like, yeah, this is super cool. So I look back at the Jumbotron, and I noticed that they did a slow-motion instant replay of me catching the tater tot in my mouth. That's pretty awesome. I have never had a look of pure joy on my face quite like I did that night. I was just like, holy shit, did that actually happen? That's pretty awesome. And there were like 1,500 people in that stadium. <clears throat> that's, I mean, it's
0: in anywhere. That's still So fun. empty.
1: Yeah, that's fun, though. It was so much fun. Coors Field was awesome. I got a ball. I got a helmet. I got a shirt for Bilbo. Billy. <laughs> Miss
0: oh, Billy.
1: Bill guy. But, yeah, so that was Denver. I'm probably going go back in March or so. And I'll tell that story at the end of the podcast about um, my last night there. Because we it led to something a, cool.
0: We did have a really cool uh, podcast Tuesday on the Bastard Sermon. Ooh. We had uh, guys, uh, I don't know how many of our listeners would be punk fans, but Stiz a crack. He's been in a bunch of different, he's been the lead singer for a bunch of different punk bands and stuff. We nice. had him zoom in from New York. It was, it was fun.
1: That rules. Yeah.
0: So check that out if you guys like. Punk.
1: Yes. And you know, um, we're about to do something on the Fuck You Like the Bengals podcast that we've never done before. Lloyd, how would you like to talk about two, two victories? A, two victories in a row? Fuck yeah. What the fuck happened last week? Holy shit, a two-game winning streak. Uh, the Bengals pulled off, because... Um, uh, Lloyd and Lloyd and I record last week. So we'll talk about both victories. Uh, they won 24 to 10 against the Steelers. Burrow. It so that,
0: that always feels so good.
1: Always feels so good.
0: Fuck Pittsburgh.
1: Uh, the, the last two uh, Bengals games that they played against the Steelers have both been double digit victories by the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals beat the Steelers 24 to 10. Joseph Lee Burrow, 14 of 18 for 172 <clears throat> yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Which that was the f- the f- he threw the pick before the uh, before the three touchdowns and he threw three picks against Chicago so we're just like oh, god damn it we're just we're gonna deal with this shit again.
0: See, I didn't he, the way he came back out. I was like, all right, he definitely seems like somebody who can just <clears throat> forget and keep moving. The game against Chicago, like he literally threw
1: three picks in a row against Chicago. Yeah, that was rough. That was very, and I was there for that. So the I was just like sitting in shame, like oh my god, and I saw that one pick against uh, the one pick against Steelers. And I'm like oh my god, we're gonna do this again. But they threw three straight, uh, three touchdowns, two to Jammer Chase. Jamar had uh, four receptions, 65 yards, and two touchdowns. He is, uh, I think, the first player in NFL history to have a 30-yard touchdown catch in each of his first three career games.
0: That's pretty crazy.
1: It is a lot of qualifiers, <sighs> but. It's still a crazy stat, nonetheless. It proves that Joe and Jamar have that chemistry that they had fucking back at LSU.
0: Yeah, and the team's actually using a receiver the way they should, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, like Jamar. Jamar is the kind of receiver. He's not just a deep threat. He can be anywhere on the field. Right. He can catch a pass down the
0: sideline. He can catch a pass. He can mm. even run a slot route. That's what want I'm saying. They're not just using him in one capacity. No. Same way, like I think they didn't do that with Tyler Boyd as much as they could have in the past couple of seasons. I think Boyd could've Boyd could have been any kind
1: of receiver you wanted him to, but he's like they the Bengals made him into that big bodied slot guy.
0: Yeah, well I mean that's what he does that really well. Yeah, he but, does. <clears throat> then you've seen in some of the games recently where they'll let him run a go route or like a you know, it's a, 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 like a stutter like out route. route like a, yeah, yep. stutter route or out route. Yeah, I mean like they're not he's not going crazy with just you know, super down the field stuff, but the kid's fast and he's got good hands, so yeah. they're, they're actually using him a little more for everything. Which I Boyder, think having Jamor, Boyder, Yeah, I think having Chase there <laughs> able to fill in spots lets them use Boyd better.
1: And just imagine what's going to happen when they get T back.
0: Yeah, they literally
1: have a receiver for every spot on the field.
0: Yeah, a good one.
1: Yeah, and they have three receivers who can literally, in my opinion, they can play any role they want.
0: I mean, T is t's had a you know a handful of drops and issues when he's doing like the cross like the middle routes and stuff, and jamar had those in the preseason right but i I think with t it's just he do- hasn't done that a lot, yeah, but I think if they keep using all the receivers the way they are and kind of let everybody <clears throat> mix up roles, I think he'll be fine,
1: yeah, and you give uh and Tate that that couple catches a game like ten yards downfield let him. <clears throat> Have Kyle Pitts' catch radius, but like hardly any of the athleticism. Yeah, but uh, they're also using the tight ends a lot better. You will get to the Jags game because CJ Uzama was a hero in and that game.
0: Again, I don't know I've pointed out before, but Drew Sample played fucking great, he's underrated, so underrated. Like, no one mentions him
1: because but- he does because people expect tight ends to show up on the stat line, they don't see like because they expect like. They're pissed off that Sample doesn't have, like, Travis Kelsey stats. but
0: but That's not what we need right now. He doesn't need to. Him support blocking and him, I mean, I think he understands the run game really well. Like, I've seen them use him on, like, pullback blocks and stuff like that in in the run game or, you know, starting on one side and sealing the edge on the other, like running back across. He's done a lot of stuff that's kind of tough on a tight end, but he does it all real well. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Two years ago, Zach Taylor drafted Drew
1: Sample and said he fits our system. Is it crazy to think that Zach Taylor knew what the fuck he was talking about?
0: No, I think he he did. I think he yeah. understands tight ends. He just hasn't had the, the line or the freedom to use them. He's always needed them to, needed them to block so far.
1: Yeah, because like in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty the line's been decimated by injuries. And yeah. this year, knock on wood. They haven't had that problem so far.
0: So far, we're doing great. So. Jo-
1: Jonah and Riley Reef have been healthy. They have been like allowing the f- so few pressures. Yeah, Jonah's been. I mean, he's been exactly what you drafted three years ago. Yeah, he's been. Ex- he's been everything he wanted to be when he's healthy. And so far this year, he's doing doing good. And that was my big thing with drafting Sewell was. And again, not even focus on Sewell anymore, but I'm just gonna say it to make this point. Jonah hasn't been healthy. Right. So I was like, if you wanted insurance for Jonah, get Sewell. Jonah's been healthy. So honestly, Sewell, you don't even need him. No. He's a lion. We're gonna roast him next week. Would you like to roast him next week? Absolutely. Let's fucking do it. Um, but I just want to say, like, Roethlisberger, he threw fifty eight passes in the game against the Bang in their game against the Bengals. It was like, I forget, like 300 some yards. He had like, he allowed the guy, or he, uh, he threw like Najee Harris like 15 times, and Najee had like over 100 receiving yards. The fact that Ben Roethlisberger threw 58 passes and the Steelers only scored 10 points is that Steelers ineptitude or Bengals doing their shit? Both.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. So, like, uh, how many, I can't remember the stat, but there was a whole bunch of passes that were behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <clears throat> like, an, unreasonable number of I his, think like Stephen dumpster. a brought that up yeah i was gonna say i don't i can't with him but <laughs> <laughs> i don't think much i don't think many people can either uh, as soon as he started commenting on combat sports I was like, no no man <laughs> like, yeah you can do that wild you know over the top attention getting shit but when you start talking about <clears throat> and
1: conor mcgregor
0: well i mean like he was like Cowboy Cerrone just didn't even want to be in that fight. No, he had his nose and orbital bone broken within 15 <laughs> seconds. That that hampers how well you can do. Yeah. He didn't even want to be in that fight. You don't know who the fuck Cowboy Cerrone is. That dude's been fighting for fucking 15 years and had some of the craziest wars that have ever been fucking fought inside of the goddamn cage, and he just comes out and shits on the guy like, oh, this guy, and he acts like no one knows who he is. He's like, I mean, Conor's fighting this guy, Cowboy Cerrone or something, and it's like, Everyone knows who that is, man. You, you don't. You're the only one who doesn't. Peep, uh,
1: Drew gary brought up a good point about Stephen A. He said, like, Stephen A's comfort zone is basketball. Yeah. That's what he, I mean, he. I think football is like, second for him. But, like, basketball is his comfort zone. But he has to act like he knows every sport equally. Basketball is clearly his comfort zone. Yeah. And that's when he's clearly the most comfortable. That's when he knows the most about football number two. But, like. He doesn't have to act like he knows every sport equally.
0: Right. I mean, what I'm saying is, I didn't mind so much when he went, like, started commenting on football and stuff. Okay. He at least knew kind of what he was talking about. He knows, I mean, like, most
1: guys do when it comes to, like, most guys can talk about, like, two sports. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like when he commented about ball with the stick guy Shohei Otani this summer. He made some weird comments this summer. I forget what I, but they weren't great. Um, but let's get back to uh, the uh, the football team. But first, if Stephen A. wanted to talk about like sports or ball with the stick guy and like um on, like a mobile platform or something like that, you think there's a place he would go to or I'd something? Say like- Spotify Greenroom. Let's do Spotify Greenroom. Uh, Spotify Greenroom. Uh, we- Lloyd and I might get to that actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a live audio only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It is perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can even share your own experiences on the app. You can join in on Conversations with Me and have a chance to be fuckered on... Fe- fuckered. <laughs> to be feature- fuckered on Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. <laughs> fuckered, fuckered on Featured, We Like the Bengals. There you go. We, uh, you can have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You, Like the Bengals podcast. Lloyd and I will be hosting rooms. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Uh... I was thinking, like, Sundays, like, kind of after the 4 p.m. games. Yeah. Would you want to do, like, some... Um, I talked to Daddy Andrew Stevens about this, and he said, uh, LFG, JJG. It's like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Uh, so we might be thinking, like, Sundays after the 4 p.m. games. Something like that, yeah. Let's fucking do it. Uh, Sundays, uh, probably
0: 7.30-ish. Yeah, will we'll try and give a time when we know for sure, but... It-
1: uh, I'll talk to Daddy Steve, and we'll kind of bullshit about, like, what we have to do and all that stuff. But it'll be fun. We'll bullshit. We'll talk about the day's action. We'll uh, we'll put it up on Instagram or something. Instagram, the Twitter. I need to get more active on the Instagram. But um, all you need to do is download the, the Spotify Green Room at free in the iOS or Android app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Follow us. You can now follow us at f u w l t Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room uh, Sundays around seven thirty. We'll figure that out. Come at us with your spiciest takes. So, once again, download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile. This is still full, bitch. Uh, <laughs> link your Twitter and join the sports drink group. You can follow us at FUWLT. You're a dumbass. Follow us at FUWLT Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. Join us. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room. We're thinking Sunday's around 7.30. We might start, um, I might be in Chicago next week, but the week after, um, Sunday's at 7.30. Let's do it. Yeah, keep your eyes out. We'll definitely put something up about it. Hell yeah, dude. So we have one more game to talk about. Let's go. It was a fucking thriller. It was fun. It was. It was uh, scary at first. Eh, I mean, <clears throat> 14 to nothing to Jacksonville. Yeah, at the half, I was like, ah, oh, god damn
0: it, but. Also, I don't know why, but I just—I've had a feeling the second half they were gonna be fine.
1: Burrow is not the kind of quarterback that's just gonna, cause he—I mean, this is his second year in the league, and he knows how much adversity he's faced. So he knows, like, I'm not just gonna—I'm <clears throat> not just gonna go down without a fight. <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't seem like a rollover and die kind of. No, um, but no, they pulled it off, twenty-four <gasps> to twenty-one, on a game-winning field goal by Evan McPherson. Which, again, you don't want this to be a trend where you have to rely on old Evan McPherson to hit game-winning field goals. I also noticed this about McPherson, and please give me your take on this. All right. He strikes me as a kicker that's going to have accuracy issues.
0: I don't know. Watching, watching him practice, I <clears throat> he missed one, which is going to happen. And I only say this because... I
1: haven't seen and I love Evan McPherson. He's got a monster leg. He's done nothing but impress me. I don't think I've seen one kick of his just go straight down the middle.
0: Well, I mean, I think that's just kind of how he kicks though. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if I should be worried about that. I I the noise.
0: Am I overthinking that? Am I Yeah, I think give me one second, sorry. You are all good. Sorry about all the extra noise, guys. I uh, my pop guard was hitting me in the face, so I just had to move <laughs> it. <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I think there's a lot of kickers that are like that. Like uh, they kind of just kick at an angle to from where they're at, or kick.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying this because he missed the field goal on um, that one field goal, like in the first quarter. I'm just like, he just hasn't like. I mean, he's kicked
0: the shit out of field goals, but he hasn't like. Oh my god, that was right down the middle. Well, like I said, watching like some of his practice stuff, making sixty six yarders where they were pretty much in the middle and still had <clears throat> you know, clearance. Yeah. If you can hit it from there, I mean he did it like three in a row from there. I'll take it. And I'm I, I don't know that the accuracy so much is it's just kind of the way he kicks. That's that could just be <clears throat> a lot of hat, it could be everything of the yeah, switch. Yeah. I want to talk about this. Speaking of
1: sixty-six yard field goals, can we talk about Justin Tucker? Yeah. Holy dick! He sang it through. <laughs> that opera singing motherfucker. Hey, you know, good on him, man. He's uh That might that is it. Craziest is it too much to say? That's the craziest kick I've ever seen.
0: Um, I mean, it could yeah, it could be.
1: Yeah, it was the longest f- successful field goal in NFL history. Bounced off the bottom of the crossbar and bounced over. And I literally, because I was in like a Huda Nation group chat for like fantasy football and stuff, and there's like Tucker nailed a 66 yard field goal, and I didn't believe it at first. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "I got to check this out." And I was in Mile High Stadium when this happened. Yeah. So I'm like, I just got to look this up, and it went right down the middle, bounced off the bottom of the crossbar, went in, and I'm I literally was just telling people around my section like I'm like Justin Tucker just nailed a. F- 66 yard field goal.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's pretty crazy. <clears throat> like, I kind of want to see them let Evan McPherson try one.
1: <laughs> it was crazy because Matt Prater, um, tried a 68 yarder <clears throat> that day. Yeah, went up short and the Jags returned it for a touchdown. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. But we digress about kickers because we got to talk about a, a certain offensive player of the week in the AFC. Oh yeah, Joseph Lee Burrow. Holy
0: shit! Getting the love,
1: and I thought I honestly thought that Patrick Mahomes would take home that offer
0: because five t- five t- TDs that week. Yeah, yeah
1: three to Tyreek.
0: It was uh, yeah, it was it was kind of. I wouldn't have been mad if they gave it to Mahomes. Or, I would have uh, completely or, understood. Uh, uh, what's his face from Giants? Daniel Jones. Yeah, he looked really good that week too. Yeah, he he threw one to John Ross. Yeah. Shout out John Ross doing I well. I mean, he just he looked really good that week. I, I think either one of those three winning it would have been reasonable. I would have. I, I'm I'm shocked
1: that Burrow won
0: because I honestly that like
1: five touchdowns, highest paid and most popular quarterback in the NFL. I genuinely thought that was undeniable. But I will pl- I will gladly eat my words. Yeah, I will 100 percent gladly eat my words. So the stats. 25 of 32, 348 yards, two touchdowns, both. Who are they both to?
0: I don't remember that guy's name. Uh, I haven't heard from him in
1: a while. You haven't heard from him in a while? No. Not even in the last 20 minutes when I said his name? Oh, no, no. no. I mean, you know, just haven't
0: heard of him recently
1: in games. Yeah. Uh, CJ Uzama. Yeah. CJ Uzamama. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, I will never say that again. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, both to CJ Uzama, who had five receptions for 95 yards and two touchdowns. If I'm not mistaken, weren't both of those touchdowns like didn't they both have like significant yards after the catch? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what you want out of <clears throat> out of honestly, a receiver the ability to have the yards after the catch, not just like catching just like whoop, I'm tackled now.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, he's a big boy and he runs well. So he's an underrated tight end. Yeah, I mean, he just hasn't been used. He hasn't been utilized that way, so.
1: Yep. Use hasn't been used. There you go.
0: All right. Hey, you know what? Much better.
1: Better pun. I'll take it. Uh, Underrated. I mean, not underrated contributor. He really contributed. Tyler Boyd, nine receptions, 118 yards. Also, Jammer Chase, six receptions, 77 yards. Very solid. Oh, my God. (laughs) What was that? Heating pad. Ah, heating pad. And uh Joe Mixon, uh 60, sixteen receptions, sixty seven yards and a touchdown. He's hurt, isn't he? Yeah. Um, not sure how long though. Yeah, that's uh gonna be kinda nerve wracking because you got honestly not the best backs. No offense to Samaj P. Ryan and Chris Evans, but no, I mean
0: no 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 offense to Chris Evans, but yeah, Samaj P. Ryan just isn't what they wanted him to be.
1: No, he's like a decent number two back.
0: I wouldn't even say decent. I think he's I just don't think he, he's not very good, man.
1: He's had good games, but he just strikes me as the kind of running back that just like runs it two yards and then just runs into a linebacker.
0: That's basically what he's done every time they've given him the ball. And like
1: he had, he had a good game against Houston last year.
0: Yeah, I mean he's more of that like power back, I guess you call it, like the you know just run through guys. Yeah, and that kind of a root like a
1: di- like super diet Rudy Johnson.
0: Uh, well, I mean, no, because Rudy was he did both. You know what I mean like it, yeah. Samajja had that very, which I think why he was good in college to the point that people liked it. He's Eric Henry, closer. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, what was that real big, dude, real big running back the Giants used to have, Jacobs or something like Brandon that? Brandon Jacobs. Yeah, kind of like that, but Brandon Jacobs was able to translate what he did in college to the yeah. NFL, just like bulldoze through <laughs> guys. And I think Samajja P. Run just isn't big enough to do what he did in college in the NFL. It's kind of like Trent Richardson esque. Well, I mean Trent Richardson had like the really good cuts and then those big power runs. <clears throat> like I mean, the way he played in college was just power run. Like hit that yep. g- hit the first gap and keep going. Not a lot of cuts, not a lot of juking yep. out of people's way, just kinda running. And Evans is kinda of the opposite, where he just like wants to
1: juke the shit out of everybody and And he's pretty good at it. He so. is good at it. He's a I good think, pass catcher out of the backfield. Yeah, I think him
0: getting chances will will show that he's Better than most people, I think. And it was a
1: draft steal. You got to yeah, hope yeah. that it was a draft steal because he was a six round pick. Didn't play a lot last year. Still has the fact that he didn't play last year. Honestly, I think means that he has a lot left in the tank. Like he's not running the.
0: He's not like. Yeah, he's, he's not been beat up. He's not no miles on him. I think that's what was
1: what uh, one of Trent Richardson's problems was. He just ran the shit out of the ball and didn't.
0: He didn't get a whole lot of rest, and. Yeah, I mean, I think the Pittsburgh game Joe Mixon played every snap. Holy shit. That just doesn't happen. No, especially not for a running back. Yeah. I think he played every snap if I'm not mistaken.
1: I don't like that for a running back.
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, that's how he is. Yeah. That's... He wants to play every snap. Yeah.
1: And honestly, shout out to the line, shout out to Jackson Carmen yeah, for doing pretty doing well. Great. Um, honestly, the line's holding up. Shout- fucking shout out to Frank Pollock. Yeah. Man, knows what he's doing. He really does. And shout out to What's his nickname now? Connor McLagger. Connor McLagger. We forgot to say that. Connor yeah. McLagger. Evan McPherson. Connor McLagger. Connor McLagger. And if there's a place you would want to uh, talk about Connor McLagger, is there a place you want to go to besides this podcast?
0: I'd say Spotify Green.
1: I'd say Spotify Green Room. It is a. Uh, we just talked about this ten minutes ago, but we have to do two reads. Uh, it is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and use. You can talk to me. Other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, breakdowns, and reacting to news that is
0: breaking. Breaking.
1: You can even share your own experiences on the app. Uh, join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You Podcast. Uh, we'll be hosting rooms probably every Sunday around so seven thirty. We'll aim for that. Uh, I'll talk to Daddy Steve and see. Uh, uh, what we can do? Come, come through and talk with us live. All you got to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS App Store or the Android App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink group. Follow us at FUWLT Bengals. That profile is live now. To be notified when the room goes live, we'll be going live on Spotify Green Room uh, probably Sundays at around seven seven thirty. Uh, probably not this Sunday because I'll we'll be uh, jolting to Chicago. Because I want to hang with some friends and do some sats. Um, Probably next Sunday at 7.30, come through with your spiciest takes. Like it. Spiciest takes. I like it. But you know what we don't like? The goddamn Green Bay Packers. Who does? No, no, but, well, um, I mean, they're a rabid uh, fan base slash ownership.
0: Overweight, wife abusing, drunks.
1: Yep. So who owns the Who owns the Green Bay Packers? Let's check it
0: out. Uh, Green Bay. Let's
1: check out who owns the Green Bay Packers.
0: (laughs) Anyone who plays the Packers in the NFC Championship game. Yep. I like it. That's a pretty good burn.
1: That's a a great burn. (laughs) They made Raheem Mostert look like a greyhound boss. (laughs) That was from Wire Team Socks. I like it. All right, had to get a little bang in me, but instead we're going to talk about their president and CEO. Did you get any burns about him? Yep. Mar- Holy shit, Mark Murphy.
0: Uh, his face is so wrinkly and amorphous, the only way you can actually tell what his real facial expression is is during an earthquake. <laughs> Man. <the laughs> I thought, thought you'd Mark- like that one.
1: <laughs> the Packers... The Packers made Mark Murphy their president because each one of his individual teeth looks like the Packers logo. <laughs>
0: Jesus, he is uh.
1: Also, I was thinking about this too. Any old man with zero gray hair is very unsettling.
0: Yeah, it's his face and his hair do not match at all. It's like okay, you you dyed your hair and you have a terrible haircut. <sighs> it's on not, top of like he has the haircut of a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, it looks like looks like it was done at
1: home. <laughs> It's like that last minute mom job. Oh,
0: you got pictures tomorrow.
1: <laughs> like any any old dude with no like I said, any old dude with no gray hair, get that changed. It looks weird. Yeah. But instead let's talk of holy shit, their GM Brian
0: Gudekunst. Yeah, uh, he looks like if Sam had taken the ring from Frodo and kept it for himself. <laughs> Uh, The last name Guttekunst sounds like the type of
1: cheese that Packers fans wear on their heads.
0: (laughs) Sounds like what the Packers fans scrape out from the folds of their wife. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Brian Guttekunst looks like Elton John's still-closeted son. (laughs) And he looks like if James Corden was somehow even more of a cunt. (laughs) Guttekunst. Yes. He's a good he's a, he's a good cunt. Coaching Matt
0: LaFleur. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He's such a boring, standard white dude. <laughs> he got compared to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God. And he replied, Well, it, wouldn't anyone like to be a good Green Lantern? You went with the worst one. Like what's, right. I, I mean, I'd much rather talk about his uh, <clears throat> much less well-known cousin Peter LaFleur. That man took a ragtag group of misfits from Average Joe's Gym to a national dodgeball championship <laughs> against a much larger and privileged Globo Gym. <laughs> I loved that movie. Peter LaFleur,
1: baby. Oh, man. It was uh, one of the only Ben Stiller movies I ever liked. Well, he was he was fun. He, he, I, I, I didn't care for Meet the Parents. Oh, I didn't either. either. It was fun. It was dumb. Uh, Matt LaFle- I had a decent setup to a Matt LaFleur joke, but I don't think the punchline will land. So instead, I think I'm just going to kick a field goal. <laughs> that was a burn, and that's going to be a very uh, common subject with these burns, because you're down by eight, fourth and goal, kick a field goal, you
0: stupid bitch!
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I like it. Ready for this quarterback?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Quarterback. A.A. Ron
0: Rodgers. <laughs> Did I get that right? I think you, I think you nailed it. Watching him over this like, off-season and the beginning of the season, he seems like he's slowly turning into a less sincere and somehow more creepy Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he guessed hosted Jeopardy, mostly because I think he wanted to figure out what that word meant because everyone, everyone kept telling him his career was in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got a few. I'm, I'm dead-ass serious. This is like half-joke, half-I'm-probably-right-about-this. Aaron Rodgers has the arm of a god and the personality of a Scientologist.
0: <laughs> I think you're right.
1: I real he comes across as a real Scientologist. Yeah, he has
0: that very insincere, creepy, weird. It's weird. Yeah,
1: he's dated Olivia Munn. He's dated Danica Patrick. That's it. Screams. It's he's got Tom Cruise vibes to him. Yep. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' brother Jordan competed and won on The Bachelorette. It totally overshadowed the time Aaron Rodgers competed to try and marry the Bachelor.
0: (laughs) There were gay rumors, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, Uh, I wasn't sure where that went,
1: but all right. uh, The most memorable moment moment on Aaron Rodgers' stint on Jeopardy was when Matt LaFleur went for a field goal in the NFC Championship game (laughs) under the pseudonym (laughs) Turd Ferguson.
0: (laughs) Ah, that was good. Uh, I did like the fan that just like brought that up to him when he was on there. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. Uh,
1: who would go for a field goal? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, um, is a spokesman for State Farm. Cool. Yes. Uh, which explains their jingle like a coach who decides to kick a field goal on fourth and goal when you're <laughs> only down by eight. State Farm <laughs> is there.
0: Oh. <clears throat> you really like that.
1: I do like that.
0: I know. I just. I like it too. I'm just. No,
1: I, I I love Aaron. I think he's the most. I think he's the most talented, like physically talented quarterback of the 21st century. But it's only translated to one championship.
0: I don't. I don't know. I, I, he's good, but I don't know. I've never seen the the what the hype was other than
1: he's you know, made some I'm, of the most incredible throws I've ever seen.
0: Right. He he, he does have a good arm and is a good quarterback. I'm not shitting on that. I just. For the amount of hype he has surrounding him, it's you know any of the big teams like that get get a quarterback that can be in a couple of commercials, and then it just yeah it builds and builds to the point where it almost like fucks with them.
1: It's like Aaron Rodgers seems like he's everywhere. Like he's just a quarterback for a big market team, and all of a sudden he's like host of Jeopardy. He does he have charisma?
0: I don't see it. I guess is what I was getting at.
1: I i don't i don't see the charisma
0: to me he comes across very like spokesman and sincere yeah i can say what you tell me to say in a way that (laughs) seems like i care about what i'm saying yeah like he doesn't have a whole lot of like animated
1: personality to him yet he somehow gets like state farm gigs he somehow gets jeopardy gigs
0: i think there's always that one quarterback in the nfl that they use for commercials and they're always that same like peyton manning was very like Until he, uh, like, after he retired, you actually got to see a little more, like, personality and goofiness out of him.
1: Well, also, he did, like, I remember, like, he did a This Is Sports Center commercial with Eli Manning, where he was, like, fucking with him and shit. Yeah. Peyton Manning actually had personality, and Peyton Manning
0: had excellent comedic timing. Right, what I'm saying is, you didn't see most of that until he retired. Like, a lot of times, while he was still playing, he had that kind of, like, very trained PR. yeah.
1: Like, he did that SNL sketch where he was throwing balls as hard as he could <laughs> at kids.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did the the roast. He was on uh, one of the roasts. Of uh, shit. Rob Lowe. Yeah. And that was... He was funny. and He took, he is he, funny. And he took the jokes well, and damn, they wrote some good jokes about him. I know.
1: But Aaron Rodgers, I don't see a whole lot of charisma to him.
0: I don't either. I just... maybe Maybe it'll be the same thing. Maybe after he gets out from under, like, the pressure of the pr people or whatever we'll see what you know we'll see whatever it is other people see in him but for right now it just comes across very spokesman very very like i'm i'm just here to get an endorsement check yeah like mahomes and even in the commercials he's in and stuff there's a little bit of play to it whatever but he's, Mahomes, he's seen as that kind of guy so i think aaron Rodgers is playing like All-American, good guy, quarterback. And that's exactly what Patrick Mahomes is playing. Patrick Mahomes
1: has, like, no, like, bad boy edge to him.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. He's, uh, I hate to use the term, but safe.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a very, like, Patrick Mahomes. And and more power to him for being this. Like, Patrick Mahomes comes across. And Aaron Rodgers is the same way, too. They just want to be guys the kids look up to.
0: Yeah. Which, bully for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, more power to him
0: but I hit the thing by accent, that but
1: that's okay. We're going to move on to uh, the backup
0: Jordan love. What do you got? What an odd last name for a guy who gets none of it. <laughs> it certainly doesn't help that. He looks like a cabbage patch doll that someone left in the back window on a hot, <laughs> hot Texas summer day. <laughs> I'm going to
1: repeat a joke because I love it so much. Go for it. That name sounds like uh, a name. Aaron Rogers's brother gave himself on the bachelorette. <laughs> You know, my real name is Jordan Rogers.
0: But, but in you the bedroom, me. but in the bedroom, <laughs> you can
1: call love. me What do they call you? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Okay, so I I like kind of want to go to the Bengals game on Sunday and have a poster that says the original Jordan Love but just a picture of Jordan
0: Rogers. I, I don't think that many people would get it, but I think the people that got it would love it.
1: Yes, I hope so too. It's one of those like niche Reddit or niche <clears throat> Twitter things. Yeah. But we'll move on from the Green Bay quarterbacks to the running backs. Running back. Let's start with another Aaron. Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Jones famously misplaced a chain containing his father's ashes during a Monday night game against Detroit. Not to be outdone, Aaron Rodgers misplaced a chain that during that same game that contained Matt LaFleur's balls.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I well, uh, said so, uh, lo- it out. Yeah, he lost his father. Uh, ah, he lost his father's ashes that he keeps in a pendant, a football-shaped pendant <clears throat> after a Monday night, Monday night game. Um, now, after it was after it was found, he now keeps it in a special pocket that has been sewn into his jersey. Yep. <clears throat> after fumbling the past few weeks, he now is asking if he can have a custom pocket sewn into between his arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the backup, AJ Dillon.
0: AJ the Sauce Dylan. <laughs> That's his own nickname that he gave him. The Sauce. The Sauce. The Sauce. I think it's even on his Twitter. I think it's AJ God. the Sauce Dylan. God damn it! But instead of a burn, I just want to direct you all to the Twitter account AJ Dylan's legs, <laughs> and his own Twitter account where you can see him smashing watermelons with his giant legs. True. That's a true thing that happened. God, why? I I don't know, but it. It's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> you know what else is really funny? His tiny head. Yes. He has a tiny head.
0: Especially for how giant his like, <laughs> lower half is. It, it does look like he was pieced together like, incorrectly. <laughs> Aaron... <laughs> I like
1: this joke. A.J. Dillon's head is approximately the size of the locket that Aaron Jones uses to <laughs> keep his store his dad's ashes.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh. When he has a bad day, he just puts his head in the pocket and stand <laughs> jersey now. This is my comfort room.
1: Wide receiver. This guy won me a lot of money last year, so I'm gonna be very nice to him.
0: Devontae Adams. What do you got? Uh he looks like the character that Martin Lawrence will play in his failed comeback is now. Right? <laughs> very
1: accurate burn. Love it. Thanks. A uh, very comedy niche joke but uh devonte adams b- uh, bought his teammates air jordans for christmas last year the only way that story could get cooler is if he stole those shoes from eddie griffin
0: <laughs> another comedy niche yeah i like it
1: very comedy niche
0: i need a new pair every time <laughs>
1: fuck you um he did help me win my fantasy league last year um this of course violates the Geneva Convention as he committed the unforgivable war crime of making Alex Schubert happy. <laughs>
0: oh, Alex.
1: Yep. You no one th- no one makes me happy. Oh, th- okay. Th- no one okay, I, I need to rephrase that. No one's allowed to make me happy.
0: No one intentionally makes you happy. <laughs> Except for maybe pocket hats. See if he had a pocket hat he wouldn't have lost his lashes. Why didn't we think of that this whole time? Oh, I did. I just was not gonna <laughs> do it, and now you're going in sad boy he stuff. Can, so, he yeah. can't
1: wear a he can't wear a pocket hat during the game.
0: Well, I mean, she also has wristbands and headbands, <laughs> and
1: oh yeah, she does. See, there are pocket hats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it keeps you keep trying it. <laughs> I keep trying the puns. I need to stop. No, that's fine. I like it, but uh, yeah. Uh,
1: next up, Packers wide receiver and Black Johnny Tremarco, Alan Lazard.
0: Do you know Johnny Chimarco? Yeah.
1: Am I not accurate with that?
0: No, he looks a lot like him.
1: Yes. Um, <clears throat> He has a mustache that's about as thin as the Packers receiver core outside of Devontae Adams. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Got him.
0: Uh, where, to, where to start with this guy? I mean, besides kidnapping Princess Belladonna and hiding her away in the Tower of Disorder, <laughs> <clears throat> laying a dragon egg, his attempt to rape Belladonna, which would have spelled doom for the Kingdom of more and King Talios. Oh, wait. That's Lazar from... Your Highness. Alan's are, Uh Yeah, that dude looks like a sea cucumber. <laughs> uh, next up, Randall Cobb.
1: Randall Cobb looks like he stole part of A.J. Dillon's head.
0: <laughs> I think this guy really only plays football because it's the best he can look. With a helmet on, you can only see his pretty pretty green eyes and that pretty smile. Once the helmet comes off, the his oddly shaped head ruins the look completely. He does have it. It's like, it protrudes out. It looks like he already has a helmet. Um, he's also apparently still mad at Ike Taylor for always calling him cute when they <laughs> played on the field. He's like, boy, you cute. First of all, that's a great
1: move by Ike Taylor. Yeah,
0: and he responded, you don't call another grown man cute. And Ike Taylor's like, well, now I'm doing it every time I see
1: you. <laughs> Ike Taylor, first of all, shout out to Ike Taylor for doing that. Yeah, That rules.
0: Yeah, that's fine. But also, fucking because he played for Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, true. I'll get in that. Uh, Randall Cobb was a Houston Texan last year, which makes sense, because the only person with a bigger head than him was Deshaun Watson every time he walked into a masseuse's office. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or walked out, I guess. Uh, true. Tight end. Robert
1: Tongan. You probably won't get this joke, but we're going to do it. Robert Tanyan looks like Morgan Wallen's brother that tried to convince him to not apologize for saying the N-word.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: Morgan Wallen's a country singer who got caught on tape saying the N-word. Oh,
0: okay. I mean, he looks like he's pretty confident with that word. I'll show you Morgan Wallen. <clears throat> um. So, uh... Shit, where'd I go? Uh, to tight ends, Robert Tanyan. <clears throat> uh, he reminds me of, like, Skeet Ulrich. Like, he has that look of, like, a preppy kid that found meth. <laughs> like, he looks like the type of dude who could marry a model, but also, you know, within, like, three years, he's going to have a domestic violence charge over, like, a Beanie Baby dispute in a trailer <laughs> somewhere. <clears throat> I found Morgan Wallen. Yep. Yep. Okay, gross.
1: <laughs> I like Morgan Wallen, but he's an idiot. I, I, and I listen to barely any country. Um, next up. Oh, my God. Tyler Davis. You didn't have Mercedes
0: Lewis in there? The what? Mercedes Lewis. No. Oh, I didn't get to Mercedes Lewis, but let's get to him. Mercedes Lewis, what do you got? It's a damn, bro. You are old. (laughs) He's been playing so long, they put a C on the back of his jersey instead of the front. (laughs) Because instead of captain, it's for classic. (laughs) And uh, I didn't have him, but
1: that is okay. Because I do have this guy, Tyler Davis. Tyler Davis is so boring and white, Packers fans want to retire his number.
0: <laughs> uh, Tyler Davis is the inspiration for Tyler Blue Gunderson, the protagonist <laughs> in Rio, Rio 2, Angry Birds Rio, and a bunch of books. <laughs> mostly because his nose. And shout out to Alex Stone, who's, who was an original founding member of the podcast. Fuck you, shout out. This guy looks like a bird! Yes!
1: Some dude... Um, so I just want to say, some dude on Instagram commented on like Stone's old posts, like, I miss that podcast.
0: It's <laughs> like, it's still, it's still, it's still
1: here. here. He's like, it's not the same. Uh-huh. I'm like, he He's like, I miss Stone calling a guy a bird every single week. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now's your chance to hear it. I got it. You got it. No, I didn't. Uh, we didn't get the offensive lineman. No. But there is one offensive lineman that I would like to talk about. Let's go. Oh. David Bakhtiari. Okay. Yep. Because he is uh, kind of known in the football community, um, because he is basically Rob Gronkowski's wet dream. <laughs> he chugs beers at basketball games and wears the number sixty-nine. Of course he does. Dude, he like he's been on video like multiple. He's like chugged a full beer in like three seconds at a
0: Bucks game. Hey, I mean, it, it looks right. It looks. It's kind of dude who never doesn't look greasy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wanted to laugh at that and chew a Pop-Tart at the same time. But you guys didn't uh, need to know that. I'm
0: missing the, the guy's name all of a sudden. Uh, what guy? Drogo from Game of Thrones. Oh, fuck. I'm out. Uh, he's in that... God damn How can I not think of his fucking name?
1: So we'll, uh, I'll get to my other burns on David Bakhtiari. Uh, David Bakhtiari looks like his lifelong dream is to host Survivor Barstool Edition. <laughs> and I got one more. Da- <laughs> I like this one. David Bakhtiari looks like if a pile of pubes at a Planet Fitness came to life.
0: <laughs> it looks like someone cleaned out the shower drain in the gym.
1: <laughs> and just just like someone came in a shower drain at a Planet Fitness and it just came to life.
0: Uh, uh, Jason Momoa. I was... Tyler Mimosa. Yeah,
1: there it is.
0: That's what I was going for some something like that. I just <laughs> couldn't think of Jason Momoa's name and idiot. Yeah. Well, Lloyd, Alex, I think we got him pretty good. I think so.
1: Predictions and bullshit. This is going to be a tough game. Yep. Uh, it's a home game, so an upset is possible.
0: Just like last time they were here.
1: J- yeah. Uh. Yeah. I was there. I was there too. Were you no, there? No, I know you were there. No, I was there. It was like, it was eight years ago. And then four years ago, they played him, and William Jackson had a pick six, one of only three pick sixes in Aaron Rodgers' career. I think they lost that game uh, to the Packers. They did. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers threw like a long pass to, I forget who it was to. It might have been Devontae Adams. So I'm like, when that happened, I'm like, game over. They're fucked.
0: Well, not going to be the same this time.
1: Yeah, because it might be a bigger loss. Um, who knows? I could be wrong. I would. I would like to be wrong. I think you will be. Um, an upset's possible because the Bengals have a lot of momentum right now. Yeah, They're coming I- off two straight victories. Um, Joe Burrow has kind of honestly not shown a lot of weaknesses this year.
0: No, and uh, defenses look fantastic, and they have been able to shut down a lot of a lot of teams that. Rely on the run and the the middle pass like like the Packers. Dalvin do, so. Cook
1: and David Montgomery and I mean James Robinson had a pretty good game against yeah. us, but um, what was the other game? Um, Steelers, Najee Harris. So all pretty good running backs, but yeah. the Bengals have been able to stop them and they haven't given up more than twenty four points in a game. Yeah, so far that's pretty good. You gotta hope that keeps up. This one might be different.
0: Might be a little tougher, but I think
1: they can do it. A little bit of a high-scoring game because you have like, a, honestly, a little bit of a deeper Packers
0: receiver core than you've seen in the past. <clears throat> yeah, I get, I mean, <clears throat> it's a little bit deeper, but I, I think, especially dep- depending on who comes back on, it, like if the, some of the guys are off injury, then <clears throat> it definitely changes things a little bit. Like uh, for the Packers. No, for us. Oh, for the Bengals. Like our secondary is more filled out than it has been for the last.
1: Is Bates week? coming back this week? I don't know. Ah, you gotta hope so. I, I think he practiced yesterday. Hope so. Uh, do you think T? Do you think T. coming back this week? I think he practiced Wednesday as well. Nice. So those are two key players that you gotta hope, like, really come back and yeah. And
0: then uh, the guy's name I can never say and it, our uh, other cornerback that's injured, chidobia Wuzier. There
1: you go. There it is. I think he was out last week. Yeah,
0: I think he might be back this
1: week, though. I mean, you, you have a team that's on 10 days rest, so th- yeah. that's huge. Yeah. The Bengals are on 10 days rest.
0: 10 days to plan for it, watch film. 10, ten
1: days to watch film, prepare for Aaron Rodgers, prepare, prepare for Devontae Adams, prepare for Aaron
0: Jones. Yeah. This isn't going to be
1: an easy game. This is another opportunity to prove that your front seven can stop a very good running back.
0: Yeah, I think... I think if they play as well as they have in some of the games, then, yeah, it's winnable. It's honestly
1: down to the defensive line because, li- again, the linebacking <laughs> core is not deep. No. I mean, but- they, didn't si- I mean they didn't sign um, – what's his dick from the Cowboys?
0: Oh, um, oh fuck.
1: What's his name? <laughs> Jalen Smith?
0: I think you're – yeah. I can't I, – I, I can think of J- what his face looks like, but I can't.
1: Yeah, it's like every time – because like, it was like a hot topic this week like because like Stefan Gilmore yeah. got released. Which, by the way, I want to shout out um, a Twitter user. He hosts um, a podcast. He had a great tweet about it. Cousin Sal. Um, Patriots traded Stefan Gilmore to the Panthers for a 2023 six-round pick. And then Cousin Sal responded, Sam Darnold reunited with yet another favorite target. <laughs> I'm like, that is a That's awesome. god-tier That's burn. A burn. That's a very good burn. He was like, he only had one interception in three games. I'm like, still, lighting up. It was good. Pretty good burn. Yeah. Um, so what's your then, actual prediction? Actual prediction, 31-24 Packers.
0: Hmm. I was going to go 27-21 Bengals. I like it. Um. So, oh,
1: fuck. That was a 1-800 number. So. Yep. My know. phone's
0: supposed to be on silent,
1: too. I don't know why that just <laughs> went through. That's fine. So I had uh, one more story I had to tell. Oh, that's wild. So i I have one more story I'm just going to tell. And then tell we it. get the fuck out of here.
0: Oh, I don't get a prediction or any of that stuff, I see. What do you mean? We're not doing... What's your bold, what's your bold prediction? <clears throat> bold prediction. Aaron Rodgers quits halfway through the game. <laughs>
1: he pulls a what's-his-dick uh, from the Bills that did that. Who was the corner that did that? Oh, my. Vontae Davis.
0: Yeah. So he's going to quit halfway through the game and uh, start working at Bengals Stadium. (laughs) Because he looks like a lot of guys that work at Bengals Stadium. What's he going to do? He's going to sell hot dogs outside. (laughs) Who wants my wiener? Oh, no. Bold
1: prediction? I'm going to change one thing. Aaron Rodgers quits halfway through. And starts preaching Scientology outside of Paul Brown Stadium. While selling hot dogs. <laughs> You're going to hell if you don't convert to Scientology. And buy a hot dog. Yes, and buy a hot dog. Buy a buy a hot dog produced in LA by by the Hollywood elite. Made with real L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard just sounds like a brand of, of just hot dog meat. It does. It's just.
0: <laughs> yep. Gross and sweaty and... Yep. Not good for you. Not good at all. Plugs. Lloyd, what are your uh, plugs? Check out the bastard sermon. Do it. Um next week is uh my birthday episode. Ooh, and we'll celebrate your birthday next week. So uh that should be <coughs> fun. I'm sure it'll be a drunken mess, but you know. I'd love to come back on sometime. All the time.
1: We gotta talk to Cody.
0: Yeah, we're uh next week's up to me. I'm I'm trying to get my buddy Josh Ritchie on and I was uh, Ooh. I was actually gonna ask if you were free too to I, I just Gonna have a like couple people that I like bullshitting with kind of yeah. thing. Uh what day are you recording? Tuesday. I will be in Chicago. I thought so. Yeah. So
1: I'm trying to do the laugh factory.
0: Um Girl Hannah? She might be able to help you up. The what? Your girl Hannah might be able to help.
1: Hannah Rushline? Uh, I have a uh, Bill G Bill Geberts helping me, out oh, there. Oh well never mind. Um so I have a couple plugs. Uh November seventh I'll be closing out the the uh, show at Wiley's in Dayton. Nice. Uh October 27th I might be closing out Go Bananas, sweet. Uh November 24th I'm going to be closing out Chameleon. This is yeah. just a lot in a row, so it's also right across the street. Yes, it is. Right across uh pretty close to Lloyd. Uh I have one more plug. Go for it. And this is the story I was going to tell earlier. So right. if you got all the way through to here, congratulations. You get to hear the story. Yay. So my last night in Denver I hung out with my friend from high school, Major McLeod. Shout out. She's the fucking best. And I told her about um, how I sent emails to the Indiana Pacers. um, Because I'm like, I want to sing the national anthem for the Indiana Pacers. But there was an insane stipulation where I had to get 125 people to be my supporters. And I couldn't do this unless I had 125 supporters to buy tickets and go to the game. But then I hadn't emailed them in a while, and my friend Machen was like, email them again. Just try and catch up. So I'm like, all right, I'll send the email. So I did, and they said, same same stipulation. So I'm like, fuck, I'll confirm a game and hope for the best. I'm going to try and get around it. Literally yesterday, they emailed me back, and they said that this was a game where they were not selling tickets. It is a game for season ticket holders only. Nice. So they said you can still perform if you want to, and we'll get you two tickets to go to the game, and you can perform the anthem. Fuck yeah! So next Wednesday, I'm going to be singing the national anthem for the Indiana Pacers. That's awesome. I am very stoked about it. Um, thanks, buddy. I um I'll be getting a uh, friend of the pod. Uh, my other ticket I have determined is going to be is going to go to friend of the pod. Incredibly funny comedian, an incredible sports fan. Dwight Simmons.
0: Oh fuck yeah! Dwight's the best. Dude, such a great guy.
1: He's the be- He's the nicest dude. Such a funny <clears throat> comic. Has one of my favorite stories I've ever heard in stand up about Dmx. You've heard that story, yeah, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's the <clears throat> best. <clears throat> also, just I mean, God, he's fucking funny.
1: Man. He's hilarious and he murders. And he's like genuinely. I don't know why he's as nice to me as he is. I think he's just a nice person. He's the nicest dude. His wife, his now wife Megan, also incredibly nice. She's like. You're doing great, and I'm like, thank you. I'm like, why do you support me? I suck. Yeah, no, that's. I have uh, my moments, but they're just so nice. uh, And I was talking to Dwight about it, and then this, this, they emailed me. I'm like, hey, I get an extra ticket. This prevents me from talking to a girl. This prevents me from having to send a message to a girl saying, hey, do you want to go? So Dwight's like, yeah, I'll go, and he's, I'm just, yeah, I'll do the, yeah, dude,
0: that'd be awesome. I'm so stoked. I'm just rambling at this point. No, I mean, I'd go to a game with him.
1: Yeah. Dwight's the man. Yeah. So he'll be going to a Pacers. It's my first ever NBA game. That's awesome. I don't want to get back into the NBA because I miss it so much. But, yeah, I get to do that next week. Find me in Indianapolis. I'll be nervous as hell. I've never done a pro sports event.
0: Well, and if I
1: And if I nail this tape, I am sending it to the Reds. Fuck yeah. So, I'm very excited about that. Thanks, Machen, for motivating me to do that. I literally would not. It wouldn't have happened without her. So I'm very excited. But for now, Lloyd, I I think we have one thing left to say. Fuck Fuck you, Green Bay Bay Packers. Packers. We We like like the the Bengals. Why, man? Fuck you. We like the Bengals.